you guys. This is Heidi St. John, and you have found me at my little corner of the internet. Welcome to the Busy Mom podcast. I am so excited that you're here today and really, really thrilled with the feedback that we are getting from this series uh, that started with, we started about on Monday talking about Target's decision to open bathrooms to whoever decided that they wanted to use them and basically say that there are no lines in the culture anymore. And Monday we talked about uh, just my uh, my exhortation, I guess, to encourage you to get involved, to go and sign the AFA's petition, to call Target, let them know this is not acceptable, and we will not be taking, uh, we will not be patronizing their stores as long as they are going to put the safety of their uh, guests, I guess they call their customers guests, uh, as long as they're going to jeopardize the safety of their guests in this way. And I've heard from many of you who have done that. I've also heard from many of you who have taken quite a bit of heat and quite a bit of fire for sharing your opinions on social media. And can I can I just encourage you, um, the Lord will be with you. He is going to strengthen you. Continue to stand. Continue to stand. You can be both loving and discerning. Today, I'm going to give you three traits of a discerning Christian, what it looks like to live in this generation and be both um, wise and gentle. And you can do that. Uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. But before I do that, I want to encourage you. I am here in Worcester, Massachusetts, loving these people and loving the people that are coming up and talking to us and we're enjoying meeting everybody. And uh, I appreciate those of you who've come up and uh, loved on our kids. We've been out on the road now for a couple of months and we, you know, there are some days when it is is really hard. And I uh, last week in particular, we had kind of a rough week. Um, I think because we finished up Fearless in Chattanooga and our daughter and her husband and our grandkids were here visiting us and then they left and um, there's, you know, it's tough out here sometimes. And we were thrilled with what God has asked us to do, but we still face struggles and want to just... Um, if I can, just humbly ask for your prayers for our family as we finish up this season. We will be out here uh, until uh, around June 18th, in which time we will be headed home uh, to our home in Washington State. And until then, boy, we sure could use your prayers. Uh, several, Some of you have asked if there's a way you can support our family, and the answer is absolutely yes. My husband and I have run uh, a nonprofit organization called Firmly Planted Family. It used to be called First Class Homeschool Ministries, but we have expanded that ministry to reach beyond the homeschool community. And you guys have heard me speak. You know how passionate we are about homeschooling. And I think given the way the culture is going, we are even more passionate uh, about homeschooling than we have ever been. Um, but you can support us by going to Firmly Planted Family and every little uh, gift that you give uh, toward our ministry really helps. We really do operate on monthly support and Firmly Planted, at least for the time being, is a nonprofit organization. And so your gifts are tax deductible. So if you're enjoying this podcast, and I hope that you are, um, can I encourage you to head on over? We'll link back to today in the show notes. Head on over to Firmly Planted Family and sign up to support this ministry monthly uh, those gifts are what keeps us out here on the road. It's what allows us to do this uh, podcast. It's what uh, keeps the blog running. And so we would greatly appreciate that. Also, many of you have asked about the new uh, pendant that is just being released uh, from HeidiStJohn.com. That pendant is called Redeemed. It is not available on the website yet, but it will be shortly. So keep looking for that. For those of you who are looking for the Fearless pendant, uh, which has a... a First uh, Timothy one seven inscribed on the back of it that is available um, on our website and we'll link back to the uh, pendants in the show notes today. I want to just ask if you can give us a little bit of grace while we're out here on the road. 
Um, it is hard sometimes to get those out in a timely fashion, but usually we have them mailed out within a week. So um, wonderful to see so many of you wearing those pendants around your neck and just saying, yes, God has not given me a spirit of fear. That's really why we had them made. And so um, I'm thrilled to see so many of you ordering those arrow uh, necklaces and the pendant necklaces, and we will make an announcement when Redeemed uh, is released. All right. So last time on Wednesday, um, we were talking about the open bathroom policy and what God says about truth. And I mentioned that God is the one who defines truth. The Bible says in the word of God that he is the author of truth, that God is the one who we look to for truth. And men and women, we we dare not look to ourselves for truth. We dare not look look to ourselves because the Bible says in Psalms that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can even know it? And we need desperately to hear from the Lord in this generation. We need to hear from the Lord and we need to ask the Lord for wisdom. And so I want to give you three traits of a discerning spirit um, in the next couple of minutes. And if you've got a pen and paper and want to write these down, uh, that would be great. I tend to speed through things. These podcasts are never more than 15 minutes because I know that y'all don't have more than that. (laughs) So um, I'm going to give you three things today. And then I'll give you the rest of them uh, next Monday when we come back to do this again. And by now, um, you know that that I believe, because this is what the Bible says, that we are actually called to righteous judgment. The Bible says that we'll know a person by his fruit. That means that we are called to judge the fruit of that person's life. And um, God will give you wisdom. But if we're going to be discerning, we can't do it if our hearts are full of private sin. Can I just say that again? We're not going to be able to access the power of God and to be discerning the way that we need to be discerning if our hearts are full of unconfessed sin. And we, we've we seen the culture now, the Christian culture, go from the last probably 15 years ago, just steeped in legalism. And then we realize, oh, wait, that's not right. Not only is there no life in it, but that's not God. That's not how God has called us to live. But I am seeing the pendulum swing in the culture now to liberty. And this is what always happens, right? We go from legalism to liberty, from legalism to liberty, um, because the hard truth is that the the righteous person who walks with God goes stays in the middle. We don't uh, use our liberty that we've been given, our freedom in the Lord, We may use our freedom to have a glass of wine with our dinner, but the moment we use that freedom and we cross over into drunkenness, we have sinned, right? And the same way we don't want to use uh, the word of God like the Pharisees did as this this list of rules that we live by. And if you don't do this and this and this and this, and we're known for our rules, right? And that's not how God wants us to live either. The the key to living uh, and walking in the Spirit is to always be listening for the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit says to you, don't do that, we need to be listening. And the first thing that a, a discerning spirit is going to do, the, the Christian who longs to be discerning, the first thing that we need to do, men and women, is look inward and repent. We need to look inward and repent. So some of you are listening to me today and you're watching that thing on Netflix that you know you shouldn't be watching. Some of you are having way too much wine with your dinner. Some of you are um, are behaving toward your spouse in a way that you know isn't pleasing to the Lord. Some of you haven't blown the dust off your Bibles in 15 years, but you go to church on Sunday and you raise your hands and you say the right things. And can I just encourage you right now, God has so much more for you than that. 
He wants to walk with you so closely every day that when you encounter a situation that requires his spirit, you're going to be able to hear his voice above all the other voices that are going to be calling out to you. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who were called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Boy, that's hard for me to read without crying because we are in desperate need of God's healing in our land right now. We are in desperate need to for God to hear our cries from heaven. And sin, our sin, our unconfessed sin can keep us in many, many ways from hearing from the Lord. So if you're listening to this today and you and you can sense that gentle nudging of the Holy Spirit, can I just encourage you, find a spot, get along with the Lord and say, Father, Show me like David did. When David got before the Lord, he said, search me, God, try me, see if there's anything in my life that needs to be confessed before you and ask the Lord to bring it to the surface of your mind. He'll do it. Why? Because he loves you, because he cares about you, because he wants to have a relationship with you. The next thing that a discerning spirit will do, and we talked about this the other day on the podcast, is to pray for wisdom. Remember I said that in uh, the book of Kings, it's actually 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 9 through 11, where um, uh, Solomon is uh, getting ready to take over uh, ruling uh, the nation of Israel for his father David. Now he's watched his father David, but he messed up pretty big time, right? David, David, the Bible says David was a man after uh, God's own heart. And I believe that's because God saw to the heart of David. And when David blew it, David came back to the Lord and confessed his sin and moved on. And we're talking major sin. We're talking adultery. We're talking he had uh, Uriah murdered because he wanted to sleep with Uriah's wife Bathsheba. So this was no small thing. But he asked for wisdom and listened to what he did uh, when God said, ask me for anything and I'll give it to you. So he, he could have asked for anything, but he said, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. Wow, there's those two words, you guys. There is such a thing as right and wrong. I don't care what the culture tells you. I don't care what uh, what the liberal media and sometimes even the conservative media will tell you. There is such a thing as right and wrong, and God defines it. God defines what right and wrong is. And God's people, we're not going to be able to know what that is if we're not listening for his spirit. So then Solomon goes on to say, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? Notice the humility in the tone of his voice. This is the man who is going to be king. And yet there's humility in him saying, I, I'm not going to be able to do this, Lord, without your help. So watch the father's response to, uh, to Solomon's prayer. The Bible says the Lord was pleased that Solomon asked for this. So God said to him, since you've asked for this, and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. That is powerful stuff. How many of you can tell me that you've ever heard of a man as wise as Solomon? None of you, right? Because God said that there was never going to be anyone like Solomon again, and there never has been. Why? Because you can take God's word to the bank. God said, Solomon, 
There's never going to be anybody as wise as you ever again in the history of the world, and there hasn't been. God's word is true, men and women. It is relevant, and we need desperately to hear from God today. The Bible says in James 1.5 that if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask it from God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. We need to cry out for wisdom. Listen to what uh, listen to uh, what Solomon said in Proverbs two. He said, "Cry out for understanding, cry out for insight rather, and ask for understanding." Lord, I mean, are you guys, are we doing that? Can I just I'll just ask you straight out: Are we doing that? Are we looking at this transgender issue and the issue of gay marriage, and are we saying, "Father, help us"? We're crying out for insight. Give us understanding so that we can speak to this with wisdom. Because if we're not, if we're speaking to these issues out of our flesh, if we're making emotional arguments for spiritual problems, I guarantee you we will lose the argument every single time. The Bible says wisdom, true wisdom, comes only from God. Proverbs 2 verse 4 says that we should search for wisdom as we would for silver. Seek it like we would seek for hidden treasure. And then we will understand what it means to fear the Lord and to gain the knowledge of God. And the last thing that a discerning spirit is going to do, this is the only thing I have got uh, time for today, and we'll continue this on Monday, is to stand on the word of God. To stand on the word of God. I have listened to many pastors in the last several years uh, sacrifice uh, their belief that God's word is eternal and immutable and authoritative and inerrant. And can I just say to you right now, God's word is your only defense. If you're listening to me and you uh, are, are a follower of Jesus Christ and you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you stand on the word of God. We don't stand on our own human wisdom. The Bible says human wisdom will fail us. We stand on the word of God. You can stand on the word of God. His word is true. It applies to every scenario that we are that we are facing today as a nation. And God wants to speak to you. So take some time today, precious women. Take some time. God is doing an amazing work in the lives of his people all around the nation. I know because my husband and I and our family are bearing witness to it every place we go. We're seeing it here in Massachusetts this weekend. We saw it in Chattanooga. We've seen it in in, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. We've seen it in Dallas, Texas. We've seen it in Cincinnati. We've seen it in Tampa, Florida. God is doing something in the heart of his in the hearts of his people and he wants to speak to you. So cry out for wisdom today and expect the Lord to answer you and give you exactly what you need. I'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.